In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! Hey, on today's show, what is the prescription for a healthy retirement? We don't want you to have anything less. And just like going to the doctor when you're sick can make you feel better, we're revealing how to get financially better. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And welcome in to the Get Ready for the Future show, streaming live on Facebook and on YouTube and heard all across Arkansas on different radio stations. My name is Scott Inman, along with Janet Walker and John Shrewsbury. We are glad to have you in. Settle in for the next hour. We are talking about a prescription for a healthy retirement. And it dawns on me as we talk about this today, guys, I'm curious how long you wait until you go to the doctor. You know, I don't know if there's also, there's a little bit of a a stereotype with men versus women on this, right? That men are going to be on their last leg before they ever even leave their house and get the doctor's appointment. I do think maybe in the era of COVID that has changed a little bit, but how long do you wait, John? Well, I think you have to um, quantify what waiting means. Now, I am pretty quick to call. And, and go, hey, I got this going on. But I am loath to drive in and go sit in the waiting room and, and <laughs> you know, all of that. I, and, and actually, telemedicine has kind of raised its head uh, mm-hmm. in the, in the uh, era of COVID, if you will. Yep. And that's made things a lot easier. And, yeah. and uh, the same is true in the financial advisory world. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, when you, you talk about the gender stereotypes on who's going to call first, I think John and I are gender opposites, on, you know, compared to the stereotypes type because I'm the one who will wait and wait. For me, I think it's a stage of life thing. I'm in, you know, business owner and mommy mode. Um, He's an empty nester, but I'm like, I got stuff to do. I'm going to be okay. I'm busy busy too. I'm just busy, you know. I I don't want to take the time to drive in a little walk to my doctor. So I put it off and I put it off. And sometimes that's okay. But sometimes whatever it is, it's really not okay to put it off. And and he's over here going, you need to go to the doctor. You know, know, if you think about it from a financial advisor's perspective, I think we've seen the 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 range of that as well. We have some people who come in in their 20s looking for the prescription for a healthy retirement. And then we have some people who are retiring tomorrow or maybe already retired who just put it off and put it off. and, and, And that's fine. But today we're drawing those parallels between getting a prescription for uh, a diagnosis and a uh, remedy at a doctor versus how it works in the financial world. Yeah, we don't want people, you know, to use the medical equivalent, we don't want people bleeding out their money and and their account balances going down and they come in and go, okay, help me, I'm dying here. That's that's a little bit late, I would say. Mm -hmm. But usually we can work with folks that are somewhere uh, before that stage in just about any era of life. So we're, we're talking today about the prescription for a healthy retirement and this is something that, that we've been talking about for, for years as far as this exact phraseology, and that is prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. And I want to draw the, the, uh, the healthcare you know, equivalent and give you a picture of what that means in the financial realm. So if you were to go into your doctor and you, you hold your hand over your heart and you go, Doc, it hurts right here, and you don't tell them anything else, and the doctor begins to write you a prescription, well, are you having a heart attack or is it just that you got uh, heartburn going on? You know, what's the issue that you have going on? And frankly, the doctor, based on that short conversation, does not know enough to really prescribe something for you. They may prescribe something for heartburn and you're really having a heart attack and this is not going to solve your problem. So the same is true in the financial realm. We've had so many people come in over the years and they just go, here's my statement. What do you want me to do? And we're like, whoa, take your statement back. Let's talk. We need to understand more about you financially before we can make an investment recommendation because we believe just like in the medical world, in the financial world, prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. We need to understand you. If you use the medical terminology, if you've got an ache, I got a pill. 
you know, that yeah. type of thing. That's what is going on in the financial industry. When you walk into a financial advisor's office and they say, you got money, I got a place to put it. Or what's worse is I got the same pill for every, you know, ailment that you've got. It is this yeah. particular investment and it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. It slices, it dices, it walks the dog for you. It does all of these things. And in, in reality, it does little, if any of that. And so I think that Scott, that's where a lot of people have gotten jaundiced about uh, going to a financial advisor because they feel like they have to have their hand on their wallet because the financial advisor is doing this all the time, as opposed to just kind of leaning back and going, okay, let's talk about where you are and what it is that you need. And I think that is a big difference maker uh, when it comes to the experience that somebody has at a financial advisor's office. Yeah, I think anybody who's listened to our program for very long at all knows that we don't talk about specific investments. We don't talk about products. We talk about process. We talk about right. plan. And we're going to get into the planning side of this too. But let's dive into what is what are the steps to a diagnosis? I mean, there really are four. And we're going to talk about those in this segment and probably it's going to spill over into the next. But they are evaluation, testing and results, treatment and coordination and follow-up. So let's start with evaluation. And, th- and this is basically, you know, if you think about going to the doctor, the first thing you're going to discuss is your symptoms. Janet mentioned the the, the heart pain or whatever right. is wrong with you, uh, whatever you need fixing, that's what happens in a doctor's office. And the same is true when you come visit a financial advisor here at GenWealth. Guys, I think about a story that uh, a client of, of John's actually was sharing recently in his experience here, and, and it's just reflective of who we are and the ready-to-retire process here at GenWealth. He said he had been to a couple of other advisors kind of trying to figure out where he was going to land at, at the point of retirement, and so he, he went to those other two advisors, and it was all discussion about the, the dollars and the investments, where those dollars could be placed. And he came in here, and he said – you guys didn't even ask me about the money. You asked me about me. And then we got to the money, but you wanted to know, you know, what are my goals? What are my dreams? And that really is a key uh, part of the evaluation process. We have to understand what's important to you before we can begin thinking about what to do with the dollars to help you meet those goals. I I think back to my childhood and, and one of the most irritating things in my childhood was my parents would look at me periodically and say, get in the car, let's go. And that would be it. And I was just supposed to get in the car and go, but I didn't know where we were going. Now, I was a little kid and I was supposed to do what my parents say. So I was very dutiful in doing that, but I didn't know where I was going yeah. and I felt lost. I was like, hey, where are we going? And unless they really wanted to tell me where we were going, they just kind of left me dangling there. And I right. think it's some sort of mental torture that they put me through <laughs> or something. But but imagine that, that you're doing that with your finances, that you uh, walk into a financial advisor's office looking for counsel, looking for direction, looking for for a plan as opposed to a set of products. And and then all of a sudden they just say, get in the car, let's go. Here, let's invest in this. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Before, it's just a cart before the horse thing. Yeah. And, and that's always been something, Scott, that we've always did at GenWealth is to say, okay, before we ever get in the car and let's go, let's take the map out. Let's uh, chart our course. Where are we going to stop? Where are we going to eat? How are we going to get to our destination and talk about what we're going to do along the way and what we're going to do when we get there before we actually proceed down the road? Yeah. If you think about symptoms from a financial perspective, they're usually, what are you worried about? What keeps you up yeah. at, now, at night? And and we'd like to invite you, if you're watching on Facebook Live today, to let us know what those things are. What do you need help evaluating? Or if you have a comment in any way, shape, or form, be sure to put it in the comment section and we can uh, take a look at that and, and possibly address it. But if you think about common symptoms, I think of do you have enough money to survive through retirement before you pass away? Are you saving enough on the road to retirement? Uh, maybe there's debt involved there that you have to deal with. Those are symptoms that need evaluating before you can ever get to much else. And there's the symptoms you know and the symptoms you don't know. We talk about the three big risks. Those are universal to all retirees, and they don't necessarily think about them, but inflation, uh, and of course, talking about longevity risk and sequence risk. And we can talk about those as the program continues, but a prescription for a healthy retirement continues right after this. Don't miss a minute of the Get Ready for the Future show. Look for our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, or visit GetReadyForTheFuture.com slash radio. We'll be right back. 
This is Scott Inman. At Genwell Financial Advisors, we understand that there should be more to retirement than just the size of your nest egg. Whether it's more time for family, a fresh start, or just stopping and enjoying life, whatever it is for you, we know that your retirement should be more. With offices across central Arkansas, there is a Genwealth location nearby. Call 501-653-7355 or visit us online to schedule an appointment and harness the power of more. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From Genwealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. And welcome in. I'm Scott Inman. John Shrewsbury with me for the Fastest Four. We thank you for watching on social media and for listening on the Get Ready for the Future show. Well, to say, John, that the markets have been on a bit of a tear since the election would be quite an understatement. Yeah. And things have been going really well. And there's a lot of optimism in the economy right now. There's a lot of optimism with the uh, COVID vaccine now being distributed. So what could shake that up? That's always the question, right? When we hit those all-time highs, when things are going well, is it too good to be true? Are things going too well? I think we're going to focus a little bit on what could potentially sway the markets one way or the other really still, and that is this looming potential of another COVID shutdown rescue package. Yeah, I think that that Congress has been working on this, frankly, for months, and they they are battling back and forth. The Democrats would like about a $3 trillion bill the uh, Republicans somewhere around a $900 billion bill. And we think that, that they'll settle somewhere around a trillion dollars. But we think that, that obviously getting some COVID relief is a no-brainer because we are not out of the woods yet. Just because a vaccine is rolling out, it's going to take a lot of time for that vaccine to get out into the, the general public. Of course, healthcare workers are getting it first. And then the, the more critical uh, patients that are more susceptible to COVID would get it and then on to the general population. So we're going to be in this for the long haul. And frankly, there are a lot of folks that are going through shutdowns again. Not Thankfully, not in the state of Arkansas, but in a lot of other key regions in the country, we're seeing some uh, pretty significant shutdowns. Yeah, and we follow a lot of different uh, analysts when it comes to this, a lot of different minds on it. Brian Westbury is one of them. He seems to still think that they're is likely going to be a deal somewhere between that $900 billion to $1 trillion mark. And he hopes that believes that it is likely to pass before year end. And that would certainly be good news. Yeah, it would be good news for the economy because the economy does need this help. Now, I, I hate debt just like everybody else, but this is not your typical recession where the government is throwing money to try to stimulate the economy in a normal recession. A pandemic recession is different. And I frankly don't know how some businesses are going to survive another round of shutdowns if there's not another similar type of paycheck protection program or something like that. Now, that being said, that is a a short-term quit-the-bleeding type uh, arrangement. We still have uh, that to to pay for for years and years to come, Mm -hmm. and that's where the concern is, not only with with, uh, taxes and how we're going to pay for it, but also the threat of inflation. Yeah, the other thing we always watch is the Federal Reserve. They met earlier in the week, and they certainly remain in stimulus mode, John. So I, I don't think there's really anything that is on the horizon that would indicate anything that would upset the markets there. Yeah, and I think that that's really good from the short term. But I think that what we've got to watch for is there's been a ton of liquidity pumped into the economy over the past year because of the COVID situation. We've got to be in, able to absorb all that liquidity in a productive way because the classic setup for inflation is too much money chasing too few goods and services. And with goods and services being suppressed and all that money in the economy, then you've got the potential at least for a setup for inflation down the road. Now, the Fed is in a very accommodating mode right now, but we could see the Fed maybe step on the interest rate bandwagon a little bit more if we see that that inflation factor heat up in the distant future. Yeah, and everything we read still pointing to uh, the beginnings of a new bull market. Uh, 2021, I think there's really almost a consensus even among analysts that 2021 could be a good year for the markets. Yeah, not, bonds are not going to be very productive. About the only place that you can go get a return is the equity markets. That's it for the fastest four minutes in investing. Again, thanks for watching on social media and listening. The Get Ready for the Future show continues right after this. There are only three things you can count on in life. Death, taxes, and the Get Ready for the Future show on Saturdays. 
Back with more after this break. Did you know there are a ton of financial resources on GetReadyForTheFuture.com? No? Well, bookmark that page for later because the Get Ready for the Future show is back. A general financial advisor is just a phone call away. If you'd like to set up your first complimentary appointment with an advisor near you, you can call 501-653-7355. That's 501-653-7355. Or email us, info at getreadyforthefuture.com, and we have offices all over the state. We've got one in Conway, Hot Springs, West Little Rock, Bryant, El Dorado, and even in northwest Louisiana. I'm Scott Inman, Janet Walker, and... John Shrewsbury on the Get Ready for the Future show today talking about a prescription for a healthy retirement and the parallels between going to the the doctor and coming to a financial advisor. I hesitate to say that because we think about it all the time is it's better to go to the dentist, right? You know, it's, it can be <laughs> a little bit of a awkward process to do both, but they're both very much needed. So we talked about the four steps to a diagnosis. That That's the first step, guys. A prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. No question about that. The first step is evaluating. That's the first step to lead us to a diagnosis. We talked about that in the last segment. How about testing and results? You know, we're not we're not going to we're not going to poke you with a needle. We're not going to take any blood, but <laughs> that's what they do at the doctor's office. It may be x-rays, it may be MRIs. Here it's much less physically painful, right? It is, but emotionally, I think it is a little bit of a of a hurdle for some folks to come in and and you know lay all their finances in front of a financial advisor that maybe they've never met before. Uh, there's sometimes a little bit of embarrassment on the lack of planning that maybe somebody has done ahead of time. Maybe there's some reticence of of trying to to say, well, I don't want them to know how much money I have or anything of that nature. There's all kinds of things that go through people's mind, but the the key here is that. I think you want to, first of all, have the mindset that just like a doctor, they're working for you Mm -hmm. and they're working in your best interest to try to be sure that health-wise you're doing well. And the same thing from a financial health standpoint when you come to an advisor. You know, I, I think it's it's just an effort to understand what you have going on better. And, and in order to do that, we need some pretty clear information from you. You know, things like your statements, that's going to give us an idea. It is better to have a statement that shows us all the details about how the money is invested than to say, oh, I've got $300,000 in my 401k. Okay, yeah, but like, what's the contribution rate? What's the match? How is it invested? Is it conservative or aggressive? All of those pieces of information help us ultimately put together your prescription, if you will. And we have to have that accurate information up front to start that process. You know, you think about when you go to the doctor, if you have symptoms and you're trying to get healthy, you're not likely to withhold information, right? right? And and Tim Key in our West Little Rock office is... Uh, famous for saying in our appointments garbage in and garbage out right i mean if you don't give us the information we need to accurately do the testing and come up with the results then it's probably not going to be the best prescription right so that's why it's needed yeah clearly and and you know one of the questions that we talk about in an appointment with someone who is getting ready to retire is how much income do you need Mm -hmm. and we need to know that because we've seen situations where people have maybe not been accurate in that and maybe underestimated how much income they need we build a plan to meet whatever income need they said that Mm -hmm. they had and then they're constantly coming back to us going hey i need more money hey i need more money i didn't think about this i've got that and and that's why this process is so important because as Tim likes to say, it is garbage in, garbage out. If you don't get that income number right, Janet, then we've got we're off on the wrong foot. Yeah, I, we uh, when we did our show prep and talked about this, I didn't have um, this to discuss, but I'll throw something in there on the on the medical realm that is a good parallel we talked about in this testing and results getting an X ray. I got the weirdest shoulders God ever made, like in all of creation. And I got some shoulder issues going on as I age. No comments, John. You're still older, older than I am. But anyway. Uh, I'm not saying got, a word. I got some shoulder I'm not issues going my aches on. And, pains. and so I went to the doctor and was talking with him about it. And, and he's like, okay, we think that we know what's going on. We're pretty sure. And we're probably right about what's going on. But before we do PT, 
I need you to go get get an x-ray and let's make absolutely sure that we know what's going on because we might, you know, if we just think we know what's going on and we do PT and we were wrong about the details, then we're actually going to do more harm than good. Mm-hmm. So let's go get this x-ray and make sure that we know what's going on and then we'll go from there. And the same is true of your finances. You know, we may think we know, but we got to see, we got to see those details and know that we know so that we can do good rather than than doing harm. Scott, I have to say that that I've seen situations where people have been to another advisor that didn't get enough information and they then were invested in such a way that it really was doing more harm yeah. than good to their particular situation. So this due diligence process that we have to go through is much like the testing and the results that, that go on in a doctor's office, but it is all with a particular purpose. And it's certainly not, you know, uh, what people commonly say that they're just trying to defend against lawsuits in the medical community by right. stacking up all these tests. That's really not it at all. We're trying to be sure that we get it right because you've got one shot to get it right. You get it wrong, and then all of a sudden you've got to undo everything that you did from a financial standpoint, and that's never comfortable for anyone. Well, Janet, your shoulder problems could be from carrying John all these years. I don't know. <laughs> Wow. We're going to go with that. I love Man. you, Scott. That's great. <laughs> Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. Okay. No Christmas for you. Anna. Oh, man. I got you covered, Scott. Okay. I got it. I, I knew if I insulted one but not the other, I'd be all right. Yeah, that's how this works around here. All right. Our fourth step to a diagnosis is is treatment. You know, and you think about a treatment, it's usually a plan of care. The word is right there plan and that and that is really the same in the financial realm it's going to be on paper on purpose and we're going to talk more about that uh later in the broadcast but we can jump to the fourth step here coordination and follow-up you know it doesn't end with the prescription it carries on past that and i I, you know that we've seen surveys after surveys that people leave financial advisors because of a lack of communication right it's got to be an ongoing relationship well, and I think that, that just like in the medical community, you know, I'm, I, I've had chronic sinus problems my entire life. And there are some antibiotics that work well, and there are some that work so-so, and there are some that don't work at all. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be some follow-up there. And, and sometimes it's me calling the doctor saying, hey, this, uh, this really didn't work, or this has got me better but not totally well, or whatever yeah. the case may be. And so there's the same holds true with your finances. You can put together a plan and you can be six months into that plan or a year into that plan and you may think everything's going fine but the circumstances might have changed in the economy and the markets then you need to sit down again and reevaluate the plan well i'll go back to my shoulder example normally i see my doctor once a year uh, and we just you know do some blood work make sure everything's fine just in in life in general and we're doing regular checkups and i don't need to see him again most of the time in this case when i did my regular checkup with him and they did all the blood work and everything because of the shoulder he went okay on your way out set an appointment for three months down the road we need to we need to check on this again and be sure that we're where we need to be so sometimes there is a need to go okay we got to get together sooner than we normally do but that's not going to happen on an ongoing basis so just again financially what's the parallel what do you have going on right now and in the in the year that you retire you got a ton of moving parts there's so many things and we may need to meet more frequently at during that year that first year of retirement leading up to it and then and then after retirement but after that unless you got some issues going on we're probably good to meet on an annual basis and it's probably all you need scott i would say in this uh discussion of the the process and and the understanding of exactly what janet said I would ask, and I understand everybody's busy these days. We all are, mm-hmm. are incredibly busy. But what's more important to you than your finances, your income for the rest of your life? I don't know much that that may be a health issue or something like that might, you know, trump that. But, but you know, other than that, I don't know much that is more vital to the economic health of a family or a yeah. couple than than just the, the money that is necessary to come in to pay the bills and, and to provide for your lifestyle. Well, and, you know, in the South, we get kind of abrasive about 
about money, you know, that people get into the whole, you know, love of money is the root of all evil. And I get that. It's not about loving money, but it is about what the money facilitates. And the money facilitates everything that's important to you. You know, whether it is your your tithe and contributions to your, your church, um, any charitable organization, whether it's the activities that you and your family are doing together, even having simple things like a roof over your head and food on your on your table, those things are all made possible by money. We've got to have a plan to make that happen. And a lot of people think that, well, that's just table stakes. I, I should uh, expect to have food on my table and roof on my head. But it doesn't just happen. It, yeah. there, there has to be a process by which that's provided, just like there has to be a process for you to get a paycheck. If you don't show up at work, then you're not going to get a paycheck. If you don't show up and sit down with your financial advisor, then likely you're not going to have as high quality retirement as you would if you did do that. And so I think it's really all about being intentional and really all about uh, relaxing a little bit and going through the process. And I will tell you, on the other side of the process, I've not ever had a client go, man, this was just awful and I think I'm going to die because I did this. You know, it's all been very positive and man, I'm so glad we got this done. I know it was hard for me to get in, but it it was hard for me to go through this, but I'm so glad I have this done. I have it behind me and now it's just tweaking along the way. I've got a plan. I've got a thought process uh, in place, and I'm going to work with my advisor to be sure that thought process is carried out. Well, we only have about 90 seconds left in this segment, but we can start to tease, I guess, for this next segment. The next uh, item on our prescription for a healthy retirement, it is purpose. And we talk about this a lot in client meeting rooms. You do have to retire to something, not from something. And I think the parallel here speaks for itself. Uh, A healthy retirement needs to be linked to literal health as well because we find new research that links having a sense of purpose in life with lower risk of, will lower, a risk of all causes of death after 50. Now that's that's from a uh, health and retirement study. The purpose is really key here. It is. And and having that purpose does allow you to get up in the morning and actually be more active. It allow, I, I, we, we talk with clients all the time about what are you going to do when you retire? And a lot of people are very focused on, I just need a break. I just need to. And that's probably true. You probably do need a little bit of time just to decompress from work. But then what? I think that's Mm -hmm. the key question is then what after you decompress and it won't take long, then what do you have in store for you for the rest of your life? We're going to talk a little bit more about purpose and how to get started with a plan that helps you realize your God-given financial purpose. We have a half-off financial plan offer if you call between today and Christmas. We'll tell you how to do that on the other side of the break as the Get Ready for the Future show continues right after this. More wisdom from Arkansas's most listened-to financial talk show is just around the corner after the break. Stay tuned. Did you know there are a ton of financial resources on GetReadyForTheFuture.com? No? Well, bookmark that page for later because the Get Ready For The Future show is back. I'm Scott Inman, along with Janet Walker and John Shrewsbury, as we welcome you back to the Get Ready for the Future show. We thank you for listening and watching today. We're halfway home on our prescription for a healthy retirement. Before the break, we talked about uh, the chance to start a plan with a special offer. If you don't have a financial plan, or if you're not sure if you have a financial plan, we have a great opportunity for you to begin the ready-to-retire process with us. We are offering a half-off financial planning fee if you call between now and we said christmas on the other side of the break but we are actually closed on christmas eve and christmas so you'll need to do it by five o'clock on december 23rd so you got a week a week to call in or email and say i want the half off plan now you don't you don't have to get into the office between now and next week you just have to schedule it call in say you want it or email the phone number is 501-653-7355 the email is info at get ready for the future.com and again our offices are spread all across the state so if you're listening on radio and you think we're only in little rock or only in bryant we're probably closer to you than you think we have an office in conway 
Hot Springs, the West Little Rock and Bryant locations, and El Dorado. So the chances are it's a short drive for you to find a Gen Wealth Advisor and get that half-off plan if you call between now and December 23rd. Scott, I would add in technology on that too, regardless of your location. I mean, you know, grandparents are doing Zoom get-togethers with their grandkids these days, and financial advisors can do the same thing. So if you're still kind of antsy about getting out, we're available that way as well. Yeah, let me just say that Zoom is a staple of GenWealth now, and uh, we we can conduct Zoom meetings as easily and sometimes even more easily than we can conduct an in-person meeting. Now, the exchange of information takes a little bit of uh, doing, but we will get that done and help you do it in whatever way we can. I was going to make that observation. Secondly, I would also say that just because the cost of the financial plan is reduced by 50%, it is a full-blown financial plan. It is not a skinny financial plan that we're providing for that half off. It is the uh, full-blown plan. So you're not getting, uh, you know, nicked on that from from that standpoint. It is a great value for you. We just figure it's been a tough year. Everybody needs a good Christmas present. So here you go. Third (laughs) observation that I would make, Scott, is that uh, we've gone through almost all of this show at this point, and I am not, the, I'm the oldest guy in the room, but I'm not the one that's been complaining about my bad shoulders, so <laughs> I just wanted to be sure to get that out there. Have you already been to PT this year? Oh, yeah. No, okay, go ahead. Stop. Just, uh, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we talked about purpose being a big component to the prescription for a healthy retirement on, on the uh, in the last segment. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And this kind of gets associated for me with time. You know, everybody talks about, uh, you know, time and money. These are the this is the time in retirement when you have both. You really yeah. don't have it at any other uh, juncture in your life. But when you are no longer working, you have a lot of time. But how are you going to spend it? And that helps us develop that diagnosis and plan that plan of treatment so to speak when it comes to income but it's also i think a key decision point for a lot of people are to to determine if they are a financial delegator you know we talk a lot about people who have done it themselves for most of if not all of their pre-retirement lives but when you get to the point where you're going to pull away from work is that your purpose, to have your hands on the investments, to be worrying every day, looking at statements, or is it to live? We've had countless people, John, in our offices who had done it themselves mm-hmm. all the way up until the day they retired, but they knew that they would not be able to enjoy retirement. They would not have a healthy retirement if they continue to do that once they retired. Scott, I, I had the experience yesterday of, of helping a colleague out. He has uh, been someone that we've known in the financial industry for a number of years. He actually works on the product side of the business he did for 23 years. He left that job, and he's been taking a year just to try to you know get his feet under him and, and evaluate what's next in his life. And so he reached out to me, and he asked if he could spend a little bit of time talking about what his next steps were going to be. And so we went through a little bit of a process and we talked about what his opportunities are. And he listed about three opportunities. Two of them he is very well equipped to do. Uh, Actually, all three of them he's very well equipped to do. Two of them, I asked him very directly, is this your purpose? Will you be fulfilling your purpose if you go down this career path or will you just be getting a paycheck? And he said, no. Those top two are just paychecks. They really aren't my purpose. The third one really is where he can find his purpose. And I think that that you made that point about are you a financial delegator or are you want do you want your hands all over your investments? Some people are wired that way and they they can't turn loose of it. But some people say, you know what, I've got a lot of better things to do than watch, you know, what's going on in the market, what's going on in the economy and and planning for retirement. It's not something that I'm wired for or it's not something that I really have any kind of intellectual capital to spend on it. And so when you are in that position, that's when you are a great fit to come in and sit down with an advisor here at GenWealth because we are folks that work with financial delegators. We, we evaluate and understand exactly what you're looking for, and then you delegate that responsibility to us, and, and we go from there. I think purpose is probably one of my biggest life themes, if you will. It's, it's a very big deal to me. We, we tend to look at work as a, as a burden, just in general, as a society, that work is 
laborious and you know it's not a good thing and all of that and and i look at it and go you know what work was created before the fall of man therefore it's not a punishment it's it's not a negative thing it should be something that is enjoyable and and for some of you you've been blessed to be in a job that you have enjoyed and you've been passionate about doing that throughout your career for many of you unfortunately that has not been the case so when you retire you get to determine, hey, what do I want to do today? And you get to pursue your passion. And it might be, guys, for a paycheck. You know, we talk about work retirement. Sometimes people will do something part-time that they're just super passionate about, not because they need the check, but because they want to do that. And then other times it's it's volunteering. It's doing whatever you're passionate about. I have a lot of people that just love to do what we call playing in the dirt. In other words, they got a little bit of land. They got a small tractor. They're just going to go play in the dirt. You know, they're not getting paid to do it, but by golly, they're passionate about it. So whatever it is that is important to you that would bring your soul joy, plan to do that in retirement. And let's get away on paper on purpose to make that your reality. Well, we have referred to the word plan multiple times already in this broadcast, but that is our next key component to a prescription for a healthy retirement. It's planning. It's the most foundational part of a prescription for a healthy retirement. In all reality, it is essential to a diagnosis, too. If you don't have a plan, or if you don't know you, if you have a plan, then you need to take steps to get one on paper on purpose. You know, And when I say if you don't know if you have one, because some people, John, come into the office and they think they do have one, when in reality they have a collection of investments. Yeah, I've had this experience on a number of occasions where I say, do you have a written retirement plan? And they will pull out their statements from their 401K or their IRA or whatever and say, well, this is my plan. Well, what you have is a, is a stack of investments. You really don't have a, a pathway to get you from where you are now to where you want to be or, or how you're actually going to make progress down that road. Guys, let's just throw out a few questions that you can ask yourself, and the answers to this will reveal whether or not you have an actual plan. Do you have anything in writing about how you're going to claim Social Security? And I don't mean the Social Security statement. Do you have in writing when he's going to take his benefit, when she's going to take her benefit, and why? Do you have anything in writing that says of all of our assets, these are the ones that we're going to use in the first few years, and therefore we're going to invest them in this way, and these are the ones that we're going to use later on, and therefore we're going to invest them in this way? Do you have anything in writing that addresses what happens when one of you passes away to talk about pension income and what's going to happen to that gap in income, whether it's Social Security and pension that are, that are going away, all of those areas. If you don't have something in writing that intentionally answers those questions and many more, you don't have a plan. You have a collection of investments. Scott, here's the trap. People think they have a plan if it's up here in their head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why we talk about it being on paper, on purpose. A plan in your head can frankly disappear in a heartbeat. Uh, there, there's a lot of things that can go wrong with with a plan in your head. Uh, second of all, uh, it, do you really know what you're doing? Uh, do you really understand the risk that are associated with being in retirement that you never experienced when you were pre-retirement, before retirement, things like inflation risk and sequence risk and longevity risk were not issues. Those three big risks are huge issues when you retire. Have you thought through that? Do you understand how to avoid or, or to deal with those risks? Those are all areas of the GenWealth Ready to Retire process that we address. And when you go through the ready to retire process, you go, okay, I've checked the box on that. I understand now I have a strategy in place and I'm working with a professional that has done this hundreds and hundreds of times. When you think about the difference between GenWealth and and other folks, we have focused on retirement planning for 15 years. We have hundreds and hundreds of people that we have retired successfully and continue to be retired throughout their years without having to go back to work. I think that is really a big, big difference between someone who says they do retirement planning and folks that actually do retirement planning. And when you mentioned having it in your head, there's no better time that that resonates for me than now. I've been doing some Christmas shopping and I think of a great Christmas idea for one of my kids. 
But if I don't write it down, it is not going to happen. <laughs> Same is true. We've talked about the grocery list, right? I mean, you yeah. can't go to the you yeah. can't go to the Kroger and just get everything you want out of your head. It's got to be on paper, on purpose. You Man, mentioned go I, ahead. I practice I practice that every day uh, when I come in and sit mm-hmm. down at my desk in the morning. And usually this is done before then. But I, I always have my to do list. I always have the top six things that I got to get done, and that critical one that that has to be done without fail. This number one thing has got to go. And then these six things are things that I want to accomplish during the day. If you don't have some methodology of planning out a 30-year retirement, I can tell you, you will wander all over the place and chase the hot dot, or you'll hear about some exciting idea that you heard from your buddy at the coffee shop or the guy on CNBC or whatever the case may be, and you will have zero direction in getting you where you want to go. Well, you've talked a little bit about, we've talked a little bit about the GenWealth Ready to Retire process. We're going to humanize that a little bit more and walk through the steps of what to expect when you walk through it on the other side of the break. And this a reminder that we do have a special half-off offer for you to get that plan. You're, we are cutting those financial planning fees in half if you call before close of business on December 23rd, which is next Wednesday. So you don't have to come in by next Wednesday, but you have to make that call or email in the next seven days. Call us at 501-653-7355 or email us at info at getreadyforthefuture.com and take advantage of that half-off special. We're back in a moment. Education-driven, strategy-based, team-delivered. That's how we roll on the Get Ready for the Future show. And we'll be right back. A smarter, simpler, more personal approach to retirement continues with the Get Ready for the Future show. Our topic today on the Get Ready for the Future show, a prescription for a healthy retirement. And we talked about in the previous segment, the GenWealth Ready to Retire process. We believe that planning is foundational to that prescription for a healthy retirement. And our planning has a name. It has a process. It's the GenWealth Ready to Retire process. We talked about it. Uh, the components of it, I think, in the last segment. But we're going to kind of humanize that from your end. What to expect? What what do you go through when you go through the ready-to-retire process? And the first step is you're going to share with us your financial needs and desires. We've, we've got hope driven this point home that prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. You're not going to get sold something as soon as you walk in the door in that first appointment. The ready-to-retire process is predicated on you giving us information. Uh, some of that is emotional some of that is factual but you're going to talk more than we do at least we hope that is the case if you don't we're going to ask a lot of questions (laughs) we will get to the point that you talk more yeah absolutely and and we are you know education driven strategy based and team delivered and so we're going to fulfill the education part of that especially in that first appointment to talk with you about the things that are necessary for you to actually have a successful retirement and some of that is going to be very principles based because we have a set of principles that we follow, but also some of it is going to be very situational to your situation. And we'll actually, as we uncover things about your financial situation, we will tell you how that applies from an educational standpoint to the things we're going to do in the future. So it's very much a very healthy process that we go through in that initial appointment. So you share your needs, your situation, your desires, and then we go from there and we're going to share our principles and strategies, go into education mode and then beyond that that's when your team of advisors go to goes to work when you leave that appointment your advisors are going to take the information that you've shared with us and we're going to go to work putting together your plan on paper on purpose personalized to meet your goals and that's kind of like what we uh, have called in the past the the think tank that's where we all have the brain trust together and we start talking about this amongst a group of advisors and and advisors come at this with all kinds of different backgrounds and disciplines and what have you. I know like Tim Key is is a CPA. He he understands taxes and, and things of that nature and accounting mm-hmm. and all of that. And, and he has that discipline to come into it. Right. I'm an RICP. And so I'm a retirement income certified professional. So I'm going to be looking at things from that vantage point. We have different folks that have different talents that all come together to help in that process of the ready to retire process as your t- 
team goes to work. Yeah, that's a key component that you're going to have a team. I, I don't think there are many firms where that is a, available to someone mm-hmm. who wants to be a client. You're going to have a team of advisors that collaborate and helps you uh, create your plan. And then the relationship continues. The The ready-to-retire process is not over after you've had those two appointments, after you've had those right. three appointments. It's going to be ongoing, at least on an annual basis we're going to check in to track your progress manage your strategy and that's really the last component here in our prescription for a healthy retirement it's persistence because this is a two-way street it's not just your advisor calling you and telling you what you need to do it's you working the plan have you seen the uh the commercial and i don't even i don't even remember what they're advertising which makes it not probably a great commercial but it is memorable from this point uh that they say you know what if you could do one push-up and you'd be healthy or what if you could eat one salad and everything would be fine we all know that and that's laughable it doesn't happen that way and it doesn't happen by just coming in and sitting down with a financial advisor and getting healthy there's a huge benefit to those first series of meetings but persistence is a big deal when it comes to having a healthy retirement because things change yeah your life changes the economy changes the markets change there is constant change going on, and while that may be a little bit of a of a uh, irritant to you, if you will, to have to keep doing certain things, it is very healthy for you to do so. I think there's a tremendous amount of behavioral coaching that we do as the years go on in the relationship between an advisor and the investor, and, and that's something that it's very difficult to quantify. It's very difficult for you to know on the front end that that's going to happen, but as an example, this year when you know, the market lost its mind over COVID in March. There was a lot of behavioral coaching that we were doing at that point, because if we hadn't, people would have decided, hey, I'm just going to come out of the market right now because it's ugly. And the market had already gone down at that point. And, you know, as they say, the cow's already out of the barn. <laughs> you know, what what's the point now to come out of the market? We need to stay in and ride this through. So by doing that behavioral coaching, then those clients have stayed invested and now they've seen the significant upswing that we've had since that low point. And guys, we've actually got a, a slide we're going to share for those of us who for those who are joining us visually through Facebook Live. Um, this is addressing if you missed the best days in the market since 1980 and where you would be the impact on an initial investment of $10,000. Yeah, I, I love this slide because it really does talk about the power of persistence. And if you take a look what uh, you will see, is that if you stayed invested from January 1 of 1980 through March 31st of 2020, now understand March 31st of 2020 was was after the big downturn in the market. So if you'd stayed invested all that time on your initial investment of $10,000, you would have almost $700,000 if you constantly stayed invested. If you missed the best five days during that period of time. Just five days. Mm it knocked it down to just over $400,000. If you missed the best 10 days, it knocked it down to almost uh, a little over $300,000. You missed the best 30 days. You just happened to to be out of the market in the Mm -hmm. best 30 days. And oftentimes the best days follow some of the worst days. Yes, they do. And so you would be only having about $115,000 on that $10,000 investment. And if you missed the best 50 days, you missed about $650,000 of growth by only having about $48,000 to speak of. So let that soak in a minute. Missing the best 50 days in a 40-year period of time changes, instead of having almost 700000 it changes it to 48000 that's insane. So the the importance of the persistence in investing and the importance of behavioral coaching, it just has to be part of your financial game plan. Guys, there there is a statistic that I, I have to quote here in this conversation. Back in 2018, the S&P 500 lost 4.38%. The average investor lost more than double that, 9.42%. They lost money because they panic sold 
when the market declined and they sold low. Now, that is a, a straight quote from the Journal of Financial Planning. Behavior is one of the biggest indicators of how well you will do in retirement. And so when you think about this prescription for a healthy retirement, I think the prescription has got to be you've got to have a coach to help you along the way because you, we are all pre-programmed to to run from from frightening things yeah. from fearful things to react and sometimes the best thing your financial plan needs is a good leaving alone mm-hmm. and and we saw that back in 2020 uh, or this year back in march when all oh, hell yeah. was breaking loose and people wanted to react but we coached them out of. and i think that's part of why the relationship is so important you know it's it's one thing to hear just a, a random person saying no you really ought to stay in it's another thing when you've been working with an advisor for years and you've weathered a few storms together already and you've you've listened to their counsel and maybe there were some times when you didn't and now you go okay my coach is telling me i need to stay my coach is telling me this is what I need to do. So this is this is the decision that we're going to make together and we're going to move forward together. And it's not always going to be it's it's often not always going to be pretty immediately after that conversation, but you got to hang on, you got to trust your coach. So it's it's critically important to have that relationship that you can lean into. The persistence has to be on the persistence of achieving your goal, not the persistence of achieving a rate of return. It has to be a persistence on achieving your goal. Otherwise, you've got the wrong thing in place because returns are not consistent. They are not, you're not going to consistently get good returns in the market. We all know that. But the question is, what do you do when you have maybe not so good returns? What smart things do you do as opposed to emotional reactions that you might have to a bad time in the market? Yeah, it may not even be panic or fear that drives it, but the desire to time the market, get in at the bottom, right? Well, right. who knows where the bottom is going to be? Yeah. All right, you heard the bell. It's time for our final thoughts in today's show on this prescription for a healthy retirement. I'll go with the prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. If you walk into a financial advisor's office and they are already offering you financial products without even going through the process of evaluating your situation or coming up with a diagnosis or planning for a diagnosis that is unique to you, that is the wrong financial advisor. Your plan has to be what drives your investment strategy. I'll kind of lean on the uh, the whole prescription uh, thought process as well, because going back to the shoulder analogy, if I had not gone to the doctor and said, hey, this is what's going on and discussed that, then he wouldn't have ordered an x-ray. We wouldn't be getting PT. We wouldn't be getting to a resolution about a concern that I have. And so whether you label it as a problem or not, I would say that most people label their retirement as a concern. If it's a concern that you have, then you probably need to get a diagnosis and a prescription to address that concern. In full transparency, I think we all have been concerned about what happens if you contract COVID. And in full transparency, I've not had COVID this year, and but I have thought, what will I do if I do? Well, the thing that I will do is I will pick up the phone and I will call my physician because I trust him. I trust the relationship that we have. I trust his judgment. I trust that he has my best interest at heart. You need that type of relationship when it comes to your money. If you don't have that type of relationship, you got to find it pretty quick because it, life is too tumultuous and too, really, frankly, dangerous from a financial standpoint to go through that process without that trusted relationship. And you have a chance to go through the ready to retire process for half off, a half off financial plan offer if you call before close of business on December 23rd, 5 p.m. on December 23rd. Call us at 501 653 7355. We'll see you next week. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24 7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 501 653 7355. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors, and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. 